1 Samuel chapter 6, verse 1. And the ark of the Lord was in the country of the Philistines for seven months. They didn't know what to do with it. 2. And the Philistines called for the priests and the diviners, saying, What shall we do with the ark of the Lord? Declare unto us wherewith we shall send it to its place. Their priests are pagan priests, and the diviners are the people who practice sorcery and witchcraft. They're basically asking a bunch of witches, What shall we do with the ark? 3. And they said, If ye send away the ark of the God of Israel, send it not empty, but in any wise return him a guilt offering. Then ye shall be healed, and it shall be known to you why his hand is not removed from you. They are giving good advice. They're saying, Because God hates your sin, you're going to have to give him a guilt offering to show that you're sorry. Now, they're not really going to repent of their sin, except that they are repenting of stilling the ark. That's the one thing that they are repenting of. For then they said, What shall be the guilt offering which we shall return to him? And they said, Five golden emeralds and five golden mice, according to the number of the lords of the Philistines. For one plague was on you all and on your lords. There must be five lords of the Philistines. They're going to make five golden emeralds to show what the Lord did to them by giving them the disease. So this is going to be gold in the shape of boils. And five golden mice. It must be that the Lord plagued them with mice. Maybe he brought the black plague too, I don't know. They're going to symbolize what the Lord has done and glorify him by making it in gold and giving it to him. Five, wherefore ye shall make images of your emeralds and images of your mice that mar the land, and ye shall give glory unto the God of Israel. Peradventure he will lighten his hand from off you and from off your gods and from off your land. Peradventure means perhaps. What the priests are saying is we don't know for sure if this is going to work. It might work. Because they don't really know God. They don't have a relationship with him. But they do know that they need to apologize. And they think this is the best way to do it, is to offer the God of Israel gold in the form that glorifies what he did to them. 6. Wherefore, then do ye harden your hearts as the Egyptians and Pharaoh hardened their hearts when he had wrought among them, did they not let the people go, and they departed? 7. Now therefore take and prepare you a new cart, and two milk kine, on which there hath come no yoke, and tie the kine to the cart, and bring their calves home from them. These witches are actually being pretty smart. They have a really great plan. They're saying that in order to prove to God that you're sorry for taking the ark, you're going to have to give it back to him make a brand new cart. It's not something that's been used by the Philistines before. So in that sense, it will be sanctified for God. That's why it has to be new. And then they have to get two new milk cows, but they need to be separated from their babies, from their calves, and attach them to this brand new cart and have the cows take the cart home to Israel and put the gold on the cart as well. This way, God gets the gold and no Philistine will touch his ark anymore, and God can control the cows and make them take it home. This is actually a really awesome idea. This is one of the smartest ideas in the whole Bible, even though it's presented by pagans. 8. And take the ark of the Lord, and lay it upon the cart, and upon the jewels of gold, which ye return him for a guilt offering, in a coffer by the side thereof, and send it away that it may go. They're saying, put the golden jewels, the emeralds and the mice, in a little box, a little coffin of their own, next to the ark, and send the gold back with the ark. 
9, and see if it goeth up by the way of its own border to Beth Shemesh, which is a Hebrew town. Then he hath done us this great evil. But if not, then we shall know that it is not his hand that smote us. It was a chance that happened to us. What they're saying is, if the cows take the ark straight to Beth Shemesh, then we'll know that all this really was from God. But if they wander around randomly and the cows don't know where they're going, then we'll know that we got sick by chance and it wasn't the Israelite God, that it's just a coincidence. 10. And the men did so and took two milk kine and tied them to the cart and shut up their calves at home. 11. And they put the ark of the Lord upon the cart and the coffer with the mice of gold and the images of their emeralds. Now they had to shut up the baby calves so that they wouldn't follow their mothers. 12. And the kine took the straight way by the way to Beth Shemesh. They went along the highway, lowing as they went, meaning they had their head down. Even the cows are showing reverence to the Lord. Now they're probably being led by angels that are invisible. We don't know, but they're showing reverence to the Lord. And they're going on the highway straight to Beth Shemesh and turn not aside to the right hand or to the left. They're not walking randomly, which means they are being led. And the lords of the Philistines went after them under the border of Beth Shemesh. The lords of the Philistines want to see the whole thing played out. They follow them from a distance to see if they'll make it all the way to Israel. 13. And they of Beth Shemesh were reaping their wheat harvest in the valley, and they lifted up their eyes and saw the ark and rejoiced to see it. The Israelites who were working in the valley saw the ark coming. 14. And the cart came into the field of Joshua, the Beth Shemite, and stood there, where there was a great stone, and they cleaved the wood of the cart and offered it up, and offered up the kine for a burnt offering unto the Lord. God led the ark to a huge stone, would be a natural stone not carved by men. God always required that they use natural stones for altars. He led it to an altar, and then the wood and the cow were already there to slaughter and burn. So the Israelites did that. They slaughtered and burned the cows on the altar, and they became a great offering to the Lord. It's a burnt offering because it's completely consumed by the Lord. 15. And the Levites took down the ark of the Lord and the coffer that was with it, wherein the jewels of gold were, and put them on the great stone. And the men of Beth Shemesh offered burnt offerings and sacrificed sacrifices the same day unto the Lord. 16. And when the five lords of the Philistines had seen it, they returned to Ekron the same day. They watched the Israelites making an offering to the Lord, and they knew that it's said and done, it was from God, we're now forgiven because the offering has gone up. Now we can go home in peace. 17. And these are the golden emeralds which the Philistines returned for a guilt offering unto the Lord, for Ashdod one, for Gaza one, for Ashkelon one, for Gath one, for Ekron one. Each of those emeralds was for a town that God struck with disease. 18. And the golden mice, according to the number of all the cities of the Philistines, belonging to the five lords, both of fortified cities and of country villages, even unto Abel by the great stone, whereon they set down the ark of the Lord, which stone remaineth unto this day in the field of Joshua, the Beth Shemite. That stone is still there today, where that offering was made, where God caused the two cows to walk and carry the ark there. 19. And he smote of the men of Beth Shemesh, because they had gazed upon the ark of the Lord. Even he smote of the people seventy men and fifty thousand men. That's fifty thousand and seventy people died 
from Beth Shemesh because they looked at the ark. They had no right to be inspecting the ark, and so they died. And the people mourned because the Lord had smitten the people with a great slaughter. He accepted the offering on behalf of the Philistines to not plague their towns anymore. And this is the one thing that the Philistines did right, was they asked God to forgive them for stealing the ark. But other than that, they just kept doing their pagan rituals. But now, after the Israelites took up the offering, then they broke God's covenant by manhandling the ark and inspecting it, which they weren't supposed to do. And they should have known that they weren't supposed to do that. So they died because the Lord is so holy, and they were not holy enough to approach him. Holiness is so pure that it kills evil. Because of the evil that's in us, if we're not holy, we can't approach the Lord. That's why um, in the New Testament it says, if you see the face of God, you'll die, because we're not holy. And that's why we have to be given brand new holy bodies in order to enter heaven. And we will be given new bodies when we enter heaven. It'll be bodies that have never been defiled, that are glorified. And that way we'll be able to approach him and we won't die. But the bodies we're in now have all been defiled at one point or another, because all of us have sinned. 20. And the men of Beth Shemesh said, Who is able to stand before the Lord, this holy God, and to whom shall it go up from us? Holiness is what kills evil, and it's God's holiness that killed them. And we need to remember that. It's God's holiness that will judge people on the day of judgment. And our sin is what condemns us because our sin makes us unholy. We really need to strive for holiness. That's the thing that we need most in this life because it will take us into eternity, the purity of God. So we need to strive for purity in our lives. 21. And they sent messengers to the inhabitants of kirjath Jerim, saying, The Philistines have brought back the ark of the Lord. Come ye down and fetch it up to you. Beth Shemesh doesn't want the ark anymore because 50,000 of their people plus have died. And now they're calling to kirjath Jerim, saying, Hey, you guys take the ark. Among unholy people, whether they're Israelites or pagans, Unholy people will die before the ark, and that's why we need the holiness of Jesus Christ in our lives. And that concludes 1 Samuel chapter 6.